The Pains and Pleasures of Being an American Entrepreneur, episode 101 of the American Entrepreneur Podcast. I love waking up when it's hot as fuck. I love waking up and feeling the heat. You know, I'm a person who naturally hates the heat. You catch me in the day, I hate the heat. I wake up sweating, I fucking love it. I love the feeling of waking up sweating, man. I love the feeling of knowing when you disappear, when you come back to reality, that shit's just as hot and hard and heavy on your soul as it was before you left. You know, that's probably the worst part about it is a person like me gets put in all these sales programs since I'm a kid and I start to fall in love with the grit. You don't want to fall in love with the grit. It'll get in the way of what you're doing, but God fucking damn, let me be honest with you here. I fucking love the grit. You guys don't know what it's like. I got goosebumps fucking thinking about it. You don't know what the fuck it's like. You don't know what the fuck it's like to wake up in your car, four states from where you grew up, sitting in a motherfucking pool at an apartment reading Think and Grow Rich with nothing to do and nowhere to go but back in the car that you just left. And you don't know what it's like to look at that situation as, thank God I've been put in the right place. You don't fucking know. When I broke apart of society, man, there's a thing that I know that I've suppressed that I don't know when it's going to come back that most people don't know. You guys don't fucking know. You don't fucking know what it's like to wake up in the motherfucking car and to say, I could go right back home, but fuck that. I'm going to figure this shit out. If it fucking kills me because that's who I am. You don't know what it's like to sit here and think, you know what? Y'all don't know how exciting it is to know that I could go sleep back in the car right now. You don't know how exciting it is to the point where I'm like, fuck, man. Everybody else lives like a slave, bro. They all live like a slave. They got to go do some shit that doesn't matter to them to get some cash to pay for some shit that... Deep down inside really doesn't matter to them either. The lack of fucking realness in most people's lives is absurd. I'm already free. I've already won. I'm already the richest man on the planet because I'm not fake. You don't know what it's like. Let me tell you what it's like to wake up when it's hot as fuck outside and you're sleeping in a car and the fucking, you accidentally left the windows rolled up or some shit, and you're covered in sweat, and your ass, you have swamp ass so fucking bad that you just don't give a fuck anymore. Do you know what it's like to wake up next to a pool in an apartment complex at five in the morning and have to jump the gates because it's closed so that you can swim in the pool to take a surrogate bath? So that you can go to a fucking job interview. Most people don't know what that shit's like. What is it like? It's like anything else in life. It's an obstacle right in front of your way that you fucking face or you don't face. It's no different than living at a place and working a normal motherfucking job. The obstacle becomes the way. Marcus Aurelius, the obstacle is the way. The obstacle becomes 
the way. Most people don't know what it's like to say the obstacle becomes the way. Most people know what it's like to say, oh, what are my options? Oh, I guess I'll do this. I guess I'm supposed to do this. Okay. And then go in a fucking circle for their entire life. It makes me sad, man. It makes me sad. It makes me anxious. It makes me feel trapped for people to not understand this, what I'm saying to you right now. Which is that most people live quiet lives of desperation and they never fucking know it. They never know it. They don't know what... They think too linearly. They say, well, why are you going to work if you, if you hate that and it's not bringing you purpose? or ta-? Well, because... And they'll tell you good reasons. Because I got to take... I got to pay for the house. Pay for the house for what? So I can go back to the house to do what? Go to sleep? You're paying that much You're working that hard just to go to sleep? Motherfucker, I got a secret for you. Uh, you can go to sleep anywhere. We were born in the fucking woods. People say, nah, and this is where I have a disconnect with all you motherfuckers. I'm being blunt here. This is where we have a disconnect. Is when, when people don't agree with what I'm about to say, which is, your life is a fucking illusion if you're going to work to pay for a house. You do realize when you leave this planet, the house ain't coming with you. Right, so what, what exactly, what exactly, who's that house for? For your grandkids, for your kids? You do realize they're probably going to fuck it up anyways, right? You do realize the meaning of life isn't a house. Like, you do realize we're trapped on this motherfucking planet as animals till we leave this fucking earth, right? <clears throat> and so, I see a lot of people's lives as constricted. Everything they do is constricted. Everything they're doing is to have their little piece of the pie, their little false sense of security, their little false sense of autonomy that they can keep. And they can keep working towards that security and false sense of autonomy. And to be fair, they're probably more secure emotionally, logically. They do the same fucking thing every day. I don't see how you could be anxious. There's not like any variation in your lifestyle. Not much to... Not expect, so to speak. And waking up in the car when it's hot as fuck. Being a young entrepreneur. Sitting here and saying, man, I don't have any sense of control in life. The only sense of control I had, y'all want to know. The only sense of control I had when I had extra cash was to buy a gram of weed, roll it in a blunt, and walk around, go wherever I want with a lit blunt. That was the only sense of fucking control that I had in those moments, right? I don't have anything but the car I sleep in and this motherfucking blunt. That's what I have on me. But when I slept in the car, you don't get when I slept in the car. I wasn't thinking, oh, poor me. I was thinking, I am a badass motherfucker. Even in this car, I'm a badass motherfucker. And anywhere you put me on this motherfucking planet... I'm going to do what I do till I'm gone. Y'all don't know what it's like to hop on the back of the homie's motorcycle for 40 minutes on a fucking highway in Georgia while he's driving like he's fucking crazy so that we can have a place to sleep at his uncle's 40 minutes away from we work 
where we work while we're homeless in Georgia. You don't know what it's like to not be homeless, but then be, become homeless again on purpose because your homie is homeless and you're like, I'm not let you be homeless alone because I'm staying with my buddy. You can't stay with us, but I'm not going to have you out here sleeping outside alone. I'm going to be with you until that shit's taken care of. And they go, oh, are you sure? Am I sure? Motherfucker, I care about you. I love you. I don't give a fuck about that corny ass shit. I'm making cash all day, every day, every motherfucking week, back and forth, over and over and over and over and over. And these motherfuckers think I'm scared. Oh, you scared to sleep outside? Brian is afraid to sleep in the motherfucking jungle, let alone outside in your neighborhood. And so people are too constricted. They're too constricted. Most of what they're doing in life was handed to them by somebody else. And the person who handed it to them had no idea why they were handing it to them. They have no idea why they were having it handed to them. And so I think you should be grateful for life anyways. I didn't realize this is deeply back then. I said, no, life is a son of a bitch. It's a motherfucking bitch. And I'll do every fucking thing I can to tame that bitch before I leave. Not to conquer, to tame. I'll find equilibrium if it motherfucking kills me. Which is okay, because I was born to die anyways. That's why we're all here, isn't it? And so you don't know the confidence that comes with showing up at a job and people are bitching. Oh, I have to work an extra five hours this week so I can go home and sleep in my fucking warm bed. Motherfucker, I work 10 more hours than you're bitching about work and I plan on working more. And when I'm done with this, you know where I'm going? For a jog so that I can fucking take a swim in a pool to take a fake bath and then fall asleep in my fucking car. And I'm excited to do it. I'm excited to do it, get in that motherfucking car, and then read a business book for the rest of the night. It makes me feel amazing knowing that I'm not wasting my fucking time on this planet. You couldn't get it. It makes me feel fucking amazing. To know that while everybody else was sitting on fucking family guy on their phone... Arguing about stupid shit, making plans for the weekend to go out drinking. Your boy's up till fucking two in the morning, reading business books, watching videos on business, <clears throat> talking to friends and colleagues about entrepreneurship, staying up again till fucking two, four in the morning, studying business till I wake up, take a fake bath, go to work and talk and think about music and business all motherfucking day. That's all I did was music, business, music, a little bit of free time, sales, business, back to back to back to back to back to back. Making songs on guitar and talking to people about business back to back to back. <clears throat> you know when you get in those phases in life when you have to figure it out. Most people don't know what it's like. And I was blessed to be in a family of people who have my back. But you'll know what I say when most people don't know what it's like to be alone. My parents can't help me with the decision. My friends can't help me with the decision. My siblings can't help me with the decision. There's no one around me but me. If shit goes wrong, it's on me. If someone wants to stab me in the fucking stomach, 
because they're bored. It's me versus them. It isn't me versus them with six people behind me. It's just me versus them. If I get fired and got to sleep outside, it's me versus the world, bro. And so after a while, I just felt free. Walking around door to door, convincing all my fucking friends to come door to door with me and sell shit door to door. I'm over here homeless teaching my friends how to make money. I've lived a thousand motherfucking lives and back. You guys don't understand. I'm 28 years old. And one thing I understand is I don't know anything more than another person knows. And I know that. But listen, I've lived a lot of fucking life to be 20 fucking eight years old. Boy, I'm 28. I've lived like three motherfucking lives. I've lived in, I got to hit outside the country, right? When people say, oh, you think that's a lot of life? Listen, motherfucker. This wasn't me going on vacations out of the country with my parents since I was a kid. That's not what my life was like. My life was like I lived in a fucking shelter and grew up in the fucking hood. And it was trauma after trauma after trauma for your boy to end up being an entrepreneur, you know, brushing shoulders with people that I never even thought I would get to talk to. Let alone do business with. You know what it's like? You don't get what I'm saying when I say I get goosebumps, motherfucker. Goosebumps all over my body when I think about how fucking hot it was. In that car, waking up in that bitch. And I sit here like, ah. Fuck, it's hot as fuck, man. I'm sweaty, we got shit to do. And everybody else is just doo, 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 going by in their fucking car with their Starbucks to the little job. Why you work there? So I can go back home. I'm not hating on the goodness of life. I'm just saying. I would rather deal with pain today than regret on my deathbed. I'd rather deal with the pain of knowing that I'm sleeping outside tonight when it's 80 fucking degrees in the car. When there's fucking animals and anything from insects, spiders and shit that could crawl on that bitch I'm about to sleep in. I don't give a fuck. I will figure it out. Because at the end of the day, unfortunately, even though I preach against this very avidly, your boy loved the progress. Your boy loved the pain. Your boy fucking loved dealing with the problem on the head. And that's what sales taught me. Maybe it was healthy, maybe it wasn't. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to keep it frank. But what I was taught for years and years and years was a sales manager's mindset. Which is you can always do more because we can always get paid more. No matter what deals I close, no matter what I do, there's going to be somebody saying, you should have done this. You should have said this. You should have acted like this. You should have dealt with this like that. Would have, should have, could have done better. So when you put me in a situation... My brain wasn't going, oh no. My brain was going, you can always do better. 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 I'm sleeping in the motherfucking car. You can always do better. I just got a job. You can always do better. I got a place to live with some buddies. I'm paying rent. I have a shit ton of cash. You can always do better. 
You make me sleep outside, you make me sleep in a mansion, my brain's going to be saying the same thing. Next, 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 we can always do better. Next, next, motherfucking next, 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 let's go. And so you had the weight of the world on your chest and on your shoulders. Because at 20-something years old, I was the only person who was mentally an adult. These people's all my all my friends' parents taking care of them and everything else they need, and then there's me figuring it out by myself. Got all my fucking friends, all my buddies, and all the girls I talk to, my mom, my dad, my parents. Dude, I'm living out here by myself. I came over here in the car, motherfucker. What's good? All the dangerous and safe and anything in between situations that I've been in and that. <coughs> All the fucking life I live. You don't get it when I wake up and it's hot as fuck how good I feel. You don't get what it's like to wake up at 9, 10 p.m. at night and say, well, it's just me in the night shift till 5, 6. What am I going to do? I'm going to read business books. Watch business videos, study the market, and do anything I can to make my brain a garden that could grow great things. And everybody else feels like I'm wasting my time sleeping in this car, reading books, and studying business all day long. But you know what? I have freedom. Let's say I became a billionaire tonight. The least thing I'm going to complain about is in my youth, I had the craziest motherfucking story you know. Not, oh, you know, people have stories where they're crazy stories. The problem with their stories, here's what I never liked about their stories. The story was never, oh, there was a challenge that wasn't a part of my life and I willingly took on that challenge to see if I could take it over. That's never the life story. It's like, this happened and now I'm fucked and I'm in this situation. So I noticed growing up, my parents, the way that they had done things, they'd always tell me, basically, if I wouldn't have done this, wouldn't have done that. So a lot of the things they did wasn't, they'd say, well, you got to be responsible and do that. And I said, I love you guys. Let me be frank. Nothing you guys do in life is an outcome of your responsibility. Everything you do is an outcome of your irresponsibility being something that you had to hurry up and turn around and take care of. I love my parents deeply and dearly. I had to be honest with myself because I had my own life. I said, do I want to take advice from people who's, and I love them and the work ethic and so many things about them. I have my own life though. And I had to say, do I want my life to be the type of life that you guys lived where it's a series of emotional reactions to irresponsible decisions that now became your responsibility for the rest of your life. And you have other people's life story, man, it was hard. What was hard? Well, I didn't have a choice and this and this and this. Oh, poor you. Well, here's the thing. That's not what I wanted. I didn't want to look at life as something that happened to me. That was not the goal. I didn't want to say, oh, like, yeah, life just happened to me one day, man. That's not what I wanted. That's not what I was getting out of that. That's not what I wanted. 
What your boy wanted was to say, I was perfectly fine where I was, motherfucker. I was doing pretty great where I was. There was no problem. I decided to do this because I was taught by a bunch of motherfucking hard-ass motherfuckers that I need to go out there and figure it out and not just, oh, I figured it out. No, I need to go hard as fuck, bro. You guys don't get it. It isn't. I'm not going medium hard. That's not what we're here to do. I'm not here to beat you. I'm here to beat the people that you look up to so that you can beat people. I'm not here to be number two. I'm not here to be a part of your guys' cult and say, yeah, who do we look up to? No, this ain't that, bro. This ain't hero worship. Give me the challenge and let me complete myself as as myself, as who I am. And so I got a chip on my shoulder over these years because motherfuckers don't know how hard I am. I keep it to myself. It's... It's kind of quiet, really. It's to myself. I say, you motherfuckers wouldn't last a day. And the challenges I purposely put myself through. You would only last in the places where you don't have a choice. You know, give yourself a pat on the back for that, I guess. That mental willpower that it takes to put yourself in a challenge that isn't already there. That means everything to me. And so the worst, the, the worst part about sleeping in a house again continuously is you're domesticated like a fucking house cat. I wake up every morning, got my, you know, waterfall over here on the desk that's spinning. I got my, my water bottle over here. I go and get some water. I say, oh, I get out of my nice warm bed, make the blankets. Are you kidding me? Listen how fucking girly that sounds. Bro, we woke up in the woods. Oh, duh. Play my fucking affirmations to sleep. Go in the fucking kitchen, get some water. Come back. Mm. Open a window, let the music play through the fucking, you know, nice ass studio monitors that I have. Pull up on my laptop, you know, play some guitar. Like, bro, we were born in the motherfucking woods, dude. We're so domesticated. And we don't realize how much it, it, de- it, it depresses me and it gives me anxiety. It makes me feel distant from the world for them to know such little about who they are. It makes me feel so distant from the world for people to, so, to know such little about who they truly are. Because though I may be to a degree, I don't feel like one of those people. I know we were born in the motherfucking woods. And so I don't want to go back to the woods. I want to go back to surviving in the woods. I want to go back to nature completely. But here's the thing, guys. You don't know what the fuck it's like to wait. You don't know. I feel so distanced. I feel so free. I feel so far away. It's unfortunate and great at the same time. You don't know what it's like. You Oh, yeah, I could sleep in the car for a week, see what it's like. You don't know what it's like to do it for six fucking months when you knew you had a choice. Why didn't you go? Because I took the challenge on purpose. Motherfuckers' stories are not inspiring to me. They're not. Oh, I grew up with nothing, and what I did was I took that, and uh, you know I ended up running to this person, and my opportunity came. No, man, I don't resonate. I don't. I resonate with there was a challenge that was up for me to take 
it's an abnormal challenge that nobody on the planet really takes. And I made myself take on that challenge on purpose. And during the whole challenge, people would just tell me, I can't believe you're doing that. Do you need help? Do you need this? Do you need that? No, I'm good. I'll figure it the fuck out. Are you sure? Man, that's crazy. How is that crazy? Do you know what we're capable of? And so do you see how this has built a mindset? I'm a fucking lion, bro. We're king of the jungle up in this bitch. You don't understand how powerful your soul is. And you don't understand how, how much love there is. And the deepest fucking parts of your soul. How strong that love is. Couldn't possibly imagine. Now, you put yourself through adversity on purpose. I don't know. That's a feeling of progress. I don't know if that's good or not. But what it comes down to is a motherfucker like me has taken on things on purpose that would be your worst case scenario. I purposely put myself in situations elongated that would be your worst case scenario. And I did it on purpose. Motherfuckers go, ah, you know, it was stressful having family and shit be like, he don't know what he's doing. What the fuck is he doing? Motherfucker, I'm putting myself in your worst case scenario on purpose. Of course you don't understand. And so people don't get that life is an opportunity. Life is this. Do you realize that you can give yourself a challenge and just enjoy the challenge? People think of us, oh, irresponsible. This person's sleeping in a car to blah, blah. You don't understand enough about life if that's how you view it. You get an opportunity. It's an opportunity. And so most people don't see challenges as opportunities. The highest level is to not see challenges at all, by the way. You're just enjoying life. However, most people, when they see a roadblock, an obstacle, a challenge, they go the other way. You don't know how fun it's going to be. You don't know how much you're going to grow through that shit. You don't understand how much you're going to understand yourself, how much emotional control you're going to get. You don't understand how much better you're going to feel. You don't understand that there's blockages in your psyche. And every time you do a challenge in life, it exposes those blockages in your psyche. And those blockages in your psyche hold you back way more than any logistic out there. And so the challenge is to transform the self. It's not to quote unquote solve the problem. And so what I learned in this is that most people think that their life is a big problem to solve. And to be honest, it's not. Most people think life is a big problem that they have to solve. And therefore, they always end up with problems that are barely solvable. It's not a problem for me to go sleep in the car and fucking work at businesses in the day, sleep in the car and study business in the night. I was doing anything from debt collection to serving. Yeah, boy, on purpose, I made sure I was doing something sales and customer service based so I could get better and focus more and more on sales. You guys don't know that I had more bitches than you have sleeping in your house while I was sleeping in my car. You don't know what it's like, ego-based, just ego-based purely to say, 
yeah, I got more hoes than you and I'm sleeping in my car. I'm being frank. I'm being a man right now, right? This isn't for this isn't for your this is not a fucking in case you guys haven't noticed. This isn't an elementary school podcast. <clears throat> this is rated R for real as fuck. All right, this isn't no elementary school podcast type shit. <clears throat> and so, you know, if I die tomorrow, all I want to say is I did this for humanity. I love you guys. I'm thankful. I'm grateful for everything I've been given. And I'm grateful for the challenge. I don't want to be addicted to challenges. I'm letting you know I'm grateful. I'm grateful for a challenge. Grateful for a challenge. I am grateful. I'm grateful, motherfucker. Life life ain't gonna happen to me. I'm not gonna sit here in life and say, fuck a challenge. Life is not happening to me. I'm grateful for a motherfucking challenge. Once you see what you're capable of, how could you not be? Grateful, my friend. Gratitude. It means the world to me. Thank you for this challenge. Thank you. And so when I die, when I leave this planet, I'll tell you what I'm going to say. I'm not going to say it in a sad way. I'm going to be genuine. This is crazy. Thank you. My goal is to be on my deathbed saying, this was crazy. Thank you. Thank you for the challenge. Oh my God, this is, this has been amazing. This has been so interesting. Thank you. I can't believe that I was allowed to live a life where I was allowed to take on any challenge that I wanted to take on on purpose and act however I wanted accordingly to do whatever I wanted with that information, that challenge. Thank you. I love you, planet, universe, whatever. Thank you. So when all these entrepreneurs are like, oh, yeah, you didn't fix this. Oh, you, you, you haven't seen this. Have you seen this? Oh, well, we think you should do this. Motherfucker, do you, you don't understand that I'm not naive. You don't understand that I go sleep in a fucking car and hustle. You don't understand the degree to which you're not breaking through my fucking psyche. It is not going to happen. Had plans to go to the Marines. Why would I do that? Uh, Because my mind being strengthened means you're not breaking through shit. It was to take up a challenge on purpose. And so most people's lives are the results and responsibilities of oops moments that they would never put themselves into on purpose. And I didn't want that to be my life. Life for me, the mode that I want life to feel as is life is something like a collaboration, but it's definitely not happening to me. And the times I've felt that life is happening to me have been my lowest, worst points. Probably you guys as well. And so you got to understand There's only two modes of life. One, life comes at you, life happens to you. Two, you're in collaboration with life happening and you run to the battlefield and you meet life halfway every single day. That's the life I want to live. Traditional masculine values. I don't want to do pointless work, but I do want to go to work. Get older and admit that more and more and more it was never about not doing the work. 
I thought my whole life I didn't want to do the stupid work that, no, I wanted to do the work so badly, just not in the wrong direction. I wanted to say, well, you know, my dad has his thing going on the way he gets through life. My uncle has his way he's getting through life. My grandpa has his way of getting through life. My stepdad has his way of moving things forward and getting through life. All these people have their way of moving through life. My uncles are mechanics. You know, my grandpa's a roofer. Stepdad's a plumber. Dad's just like a hood-ass motherfucker. They're all the same person to me. They're men that go out and they meet the world halfway. They run towards the battlefield, right? They're not waiting for life to happen to them. They run towards the battlefield. And I always respected and loved that. And I knew since I was a kid, it was my destiny to run towards the battlefield. That's all I know. I don't know much more, guys, and neither do you. Sorry to tell you. We don't know shit about life. <laughs> we don't know shit. We don't know nothing about nothing, man. We don't, so give it up. Give it up. We don't, don't, we don't know nothing about nothing. All I know is that there's a warrior part of me that said, hey, I, don't, I don't know exactly what life is. All I know is I'm running towards this bitch face first. And every time somebody says, oh, I'll just run faster. When someone goes, oh, audience moment, crowd moment. Oh, really? You're going to do that? Are you okay? Run faster towards the motherfucking danger. Run faster. Double down, bro. Double down. Run faster into the abyss. As soon as they tell me you're swimming too far from shore, be like, oh shit, fuck it. I'm going more and more and more and more. Bring me to the bottom of the motherfucking abyss. I used to have meditations where I'd meditate and imagine myself sinking all the way to the bottom of an ocean. When I get all the way to the bottom, there's a bright light at the bottom. I just sink, sink. And I listen to my thoughts and anxieties. Oh my God, it's dark down here. I just sink, 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 sink. And so all I know is I've spent 20, 21 to 28 running at motherfucking life like a madman. The thing that makes me saddest is the last two years... I've slowed down because I'm domesticated. I live in a house. There's food right next to me. There's water right next to me. And you know, I'm starting to think it ain't good for me. I'm starting to think being domesticated ain't good for any of us, really. Because we forget. We forget how to live in the jungle. We forget how to survive. Our lives become so ordered that when something goes wrong, we go, motherfucker, life just happened to me. Truth is, life been happening to you the whole time, bud. We do everything we can to give ourselves this illusion of control over life. Everything, man. We'll even go to the same job every single day for the rest of our life to give ourselves the illusion of control. How do you have an illusion of control when you're, per- you're spending your whole life buying a house from someone else, working a job for someone else? Hey, but whatever it takes to give ourselves that illusion of control. And so I understand I have an illusion of control. It's not going to go away because I'm human just like everybody else. 
But I revoke that need for an illusion of control every single day. The more that I see that I control nothing, the less that I make controlling the universe my fucking, you know, my mission. I'm here to collaborate with life for life to happen. I'm here in collaboration with the planet. I'm here in collaboration with life. And if I ever start telling you anything different, life will show me different, won't it? It'll show me that I'm not controlled, that I'm in collaboration. That life isn't happening to me either, but I'm in collaboration with it. So life ain't happening to you. Life ain't happening to me. And I learned that by going and sleeping in a car in the fucking heat of Georgia and doing everything I could to find sales and and serving jobs and to focus on sales and to see if I could figure that out on on my own. So if, listen, sleeping in a motherfucking hot car, I told myself over and over, life is not happening to me. I happen to life. Life is not happening to me. I happen to life. Well, listen, man. You guys get these points in life where you're anxious of what's going to happen. The whole thing is, do I get anxious too? Maybe a little, but at the end of the day, bro, you know how embarrassing it is to walk up to Kroger and your clothes are all crusty and you're walking in and people are giving you these looks like you're crazy and you're giving them these looks back like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck you, man. You guys think I'm so much different than you because I'm sleeping outside. You think there's something mentally wrong with me. You think that there's something fucking deranged in my soul because I'm not clinging to this fucking cowardice ass comforts that you guys are clear. You guys think you're doing so much better than me making a hundred K a fucking year for the rest of your life in some little like house that looks exactly like your neighbor's house. What are you doing that you think is that much different or valuable than what I'm doing? Because, and then they would say, well, at least I'm not doing this. What do you mean at least? Those are your concerns, not mine. You don't understand that. I'm doing great by my standards. You're not doing great by mine. Well, if it makes you feel better, you're not doing great by mine either. Being a fucking coward-ass pansy running away from life, hiding from everything. I don't give a fuck how middle-class happy you end up. That is coward shit. I'd rather be homeless than be a coward. And so people don't understand the amount of emotional fucking depth that's behind this for me. It is so much deeper than like, I want to make a dollar so that I can make, bro, put me in the lowest of the low so that everybody can tell me that I'm a stupid ass fucking bullshitter and let me deal with it. So I'm willing to deal with the pain today to have less tomorrow. And if pain is eternal, then let's spread it out (laughs) like it don't matter. Well, I'm willing to take on that pain. If I was told by some you know, prophet or vision, you have to go sleep in the car for the next two years and focus on business, y'all don't understand my willingness to do that. You don't understand that these motherfuckers on stage are being metaphorical and that I'm not. You don't understand that it's not a metaphor for me. It's not a pretty podcast for me. It's rated R for fucking real. If I had to go outside and sleep in the car tomorrow, with or without you, it's happening to do whatever I need to do, no matter the fuck when. So life doesn't happen to me. I'm in collaboration with life. That's how I feel. That's how it is.
So again, when I look every entrepreneur in the eyes, you don't understand that no matter what they look like, I look in their eyes and I'm like, you're soft as fuck. You don't understand that. Oh, well, what about this? What if we run? You're soft as fuck. Build a fucking sales team and take over the fucking world tomorrow. Any goal lower than that, you're soft as fuck. Any goal lower than that, you're soft as fuck. And so I love you guys. I love the grit of life. Thank you. There's nothing I could tell you on this podcast that would replace the thanks and the gratitude being given to the whole fucking galaxy and for you guys for being here for me right now. Thank you. It's enjoy the A thank you, B I hate your guys mindset that being thankful means that life got easier for you. I hate you for it. I hate your fucking piss poor bitch ass soft fuck mentality that life is only good when when the direct moment after you've realized things have gotten easier. And I hate that, man. I I can't fucking tell you how much I hate that. You should be grateful for a challenge. That's the way I see life. Now, you don't want to get addicted to progress, but it's like good food. You can have it every... You should be grateful for a challenge. You should not be grateful when life gets easier. You should be grateful for a challenge. And so I've always hated people who think that the goal of life is that moment where you go... But that's the least engaging fucking moment of life. Even in meditation, you learn to focus. You're focusing. You're not even necessarily learning to relax. You're learning to take on a worthy challenge, a worthy mode of being. And so my brain says a challenge is where all the juice in life is. That's where all the meat is on the bone of life. The challenges aren't the things to be afraid of. Regrets are the things to be afraid of. You don't challenge yourself enough in life, you'll have regrets. I want minimization of regrets. And you know what that means? It doesn't mean money or this or this or this. That I'm going to get that, period. What it means to me is the challenge. And so when I make a certain amount of money, the reason I'm going to keep doing it isn't for money. It's going to be because I love the challenge, bro. I'm... I'm grateful. It ain't that I love the challenges. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for it. Thank you. And so the deeper I can go in my life of saying, I'm grateful for the challenge. I'm not here saying, fuck. I'm saying, thank you. Now I got another difficult thing. Thank you. I love life. Thank you for the challenge. I love figuring it out. I love it. Thank you. And so the rest of everything I do is going to have that same grit in it, a.k.a. thank you for the challenge, motherfucker. I put myself here on purpose when I don't need to be just to challenge myself. You think you're scaring me, motherfucker? I challenge myself on purpose. I put myself in the depths on purpose. You ain't scaring shit. Why? Because I'm grateful for the challenge. Don't matter if it did scare me or didn't. Your boy's following through. I'll be shitting my fucking self the whole way through, but your boy ain't going to walk backwards once. We're going forward. And I always turn myself deeper and deeper into a person who's just grateful, bro. Y'all don't understand because you either want to work hard so we can prove lame as fuck, you're lame as fuck, or 
you want to not work hard so that you can, you're lame as fuck. You're all lame as fuck to me. And so entrepreneurship to me is this gratitude, right? But when we play sports, people shit talk and they don't go, oh my God, do you hear what he just said? People shit talk in sports all the time. Yet when we go to business, you motherfuckers want to start acting soft. Want to know why? Because you motherfuckers aren't cut out for business. And I know it. I know it deep down in my motherfucking soul. You motherfuckers who get too easily hurt by words. You motherfuckers are employees, not fucking CEOs. You should not be in the entrepreneurship game. You're soft as fuck. And so I mean that deeply as fuck, man. I, I have love and gratitude for life, but on a level of business, on a level of business, you know what you do? Challenge yourself. And you motherfuckers don't take challenges. You motherfuckers will not put yourself in a challenge on purpose. And that is exactly why I will crush the fuck out of you. Every single person who looks me in my eyes, I'm wearing normal clothes. They're wearing a suit. And they look at me like, this dude in normal clothes. Why didn't he wear a suit? Bro, I will eat you fucking alive. I I don't even need to tell you that. Because we don't need to talk or have a dick off. Just put me in a motherfucking ring with you, bro. Just, just shut the fuck up talking to me. Put me in a motherfucking ring with you and let's figure it out. And I'm not the type to give up. So I hope you're not either. Because it's not going to be fair for you in the slightest if you are. If you're the type of motherfucker to give up, this ain't even going to be fun for me. And so I'll put myself in a position that's more difficult than it has to be on purpose. Why would you do that? That's not practical, motherfucker. Do I look like I'm here to be practical? I'm here to enjoy a challenge of life. And so the man who enjoys the walk will walk farther than the man who only wants to get to the destination. Motherfucker, it's the challenge that I like. Now, unfortunately, I can challenge myself so much that it ends up being a health issue. You got, think of David Goggins over here. He's like, my legs are broken, but I keep walking. (laughs) And I give, man, the amount of props, the amount of love. I don't know if y'all understand the amount of love that comes behind that. There gotta be a lot of love in that dude. Rather you, you see it. You don't know how much love there is in that dude to keep going. And so I see that you don't want to get to the point where it's unhealthy. You get addicted to progress. It's easy to do. I'm letting you guys know at the end of the day that you motherfuckers, the real me, you soft ass motherfuckers can barely even handle me saying what I'm saying right now. You soft ass motherfuckers can barely handle what I'm saying right now, which is that you're motherfucking soft. You couldn't play on a motherfucking basketball team, a football team, let alone own a motherfucking business. You guys get, got your fucking vaginas dripping, crying like a little fucking bitch. You are a bitch. Crying like a bitch. Because someone said something mean or politically incorrect in business. Yet you soft, pansy, ass, fraud, fake, phony, ass, motherfuckers. You counterfeit, ass, fucking entrepreneurs. Think entrepreneurship is where you wear a nice suit and smile on Zoom calls. You pansy, soft, ass motherfucker. I'm going to take every motherfucking thing away from you. And it's just like in jujitsu. It's just like basketball. It's just like any other sport in life. You come here talking shit like you're hot shit, but you don't want to fulfill the goddamn bullshit that's coming out of your mouth.
You want to sit here and say, I'm the baddest motherfucker alive. And then you want to be like, oh, he said a mean word. You guys are soft as fuck. So the new generation of entrepreneurs, I love winning and I love beating people. And I love the challenge of losing until I beat you. I love fucking winning. I love beating people. I love it. Now, it's, it's, it's the way that I get that out of my psyche, right? I'm talking about business. I'm talking about video games. You know, we're talking about things like this, right? I love the fact that you soft. I hate when people try to get, get merit they don't deserve, guys. So when you motherfuckers aren't entrepreneurs, and I can see through it, I can see through your fucking soul. I know you're not an entrepreneur. Stop telling people you're a fucking entrepreneur. Get CEO, future CEO, whatever. Get that shit out of your fucking bio, bro. That's not you. Get that shit the fuck out of there. You are not a motherfucking entrepreneur, bro. You are not. I don't give a fuck. If you're clearing a million dollars a year and you're soft as fuck in your heart of hearts, you do not stand for the American spirit of what the fuck an entrepreneur is. An entrepreneur is more than a dude. I'm sorry to tell you guys, spirit-wise, culture-wise, an entrepreneur is much deeper, much, much deeper than I'm a guy who does things for money. It's so much deeper than that. I am a guy who challenges my fucking spirit and challenges the spirit of America to find the deepest parts of us that are the strongest parts of us, that are the most profound parts in my fucking DNA that's locked up in there that I got to unlock. Unlocking the DNA of the potential of fucking humanity is what it means to be an entrepreneur, bro. It ain't like... Oh, yeah, I want to make some quick... You're not a fucking entrepreneur, you soft-ass motherfucker. And so people don't see that this shit for me is not just a little fucking game where I put CEO in my bio and wear a suit. And I love you guys. I love it and I understand it. But listen, my dad gave me praise for being rough. My dad didn't give me praise for dressing up in a cute little suit like you fucking... Oh, fucking cornballs. Oh, look at me in my little suit, you fucking girly ass motherfucker. You got these big ass fucking dudes in their suits. What, bro, you fucking girly ass bitch. A huge part of me looks him in the eyes like, yeah, they're smiling. <laughs> look at me in my suit and there's a huge part of me. It's just you girly ass fucking bitch. You think your fucking suit is about to get you a pat on the back. You fucking cornball ass motherfucker. Fuck your suit, bro. Oh, look Look at me in my suit. Yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. I showed up in a... Fuck you and fuck your fucking suit. You're soft as fuck. I see right through your motherfucking suit. I see right through every last little fucking life experience you've had where you came from, all that shit. You're soft as fuck. You're soft. You're just soft as fuck. It doesn't matter, bro. You're soft. It don't matter what your suit looks like. It don't matter how much you cleared this year. You're soft. And so I'm not here to be a good little boy entrepreneur like you motherfucking pansies are. I'm not here to be a good little boy entrepreneur. No, I'm here to tear shit up. I'm here to move the motherfucking bar forward of what it means to be an artist and entrepreneur. 
I'm here to move the fucking bar, bro. I'm not here to follow the bar so your fucking mommy and daddy give me a pat on the head like they do for you. And so a lot of motherfuckers need to stop calling yourselves entrepreneurs. You need to stop. For real. You need to motherfucking stop. Because when a motherfucker like me looks you in the eyes and calls you out on your bullshit, you're going to fucking cry like a little bitch. And you're going to go, this isn't fair. Who let this guy in control? Did you hear? This guy's cussing. This isn't fair at all. This dude just cussed. Ugh. You guys are not entrepreneurs, bro. You're not. You guys want to do what people want you to do. You don't get that that's not the way an entrepreneur thinks. You guys desperately want to do what the world wants you to do so you can get praise from fucking strangers. And all you, and I hate it, man. You fucking guys smiling in your suit. Ah, my parents would be so proud of me. But bro, I, I love my parents. And I'd be very happy for them to be proud of me. But let me tell you how low on my priority list it is for parents to be proud of me. You don't understand how low on my... Pro- I, my goal is to show them love and respect. That's way higher on my list. It's way higher on my list than them being proud of me. Do I want them to be proud of me? Yes. I'm human. Yes. But you don't get how low on the fucking list of things that matters to me that is. And so you guys smiling, ah, looking all fucking corny with your goddamn suits. Fuck your suit, bro. I'll show up in a fucking beanie and take everything from you and your whole panel of motherfuckers in suits, bro. Now, will I wear suits? Yes. Do you guys get what I'm saying? These people want these superficial fucking things to make them feel better so that strangers, they want, I can see it. I can fucking feel it in your goddamn psyche. You want strangers to like you. Your existence is predicated on blending in. Your existence is predicated on fucking strangers liking you. I know it. I can feel it. I can taste it in your fucking soul. I can feel it intuitively when I fucking walk by you. You want strangers to like you, and it's because you are fucking soft. So sleeping in the car for me was to say my family is going to say I'm stupid. Strangers are going to say I'm stupid. People I grew up with are going to say I'm stupid. Everyone's going to have everything that they need to say about the situation. And it's going to piss me off. And it's a challenge I don't have to do. And I'm going to do it on purpose. I'm going to take on a challenge for myself on purpose. You motherfuckers take on a challenge if it's handed to you or if you have to. Do you understand how different we are? You motherfuckers take a challenge if it's handed to you or if you have to. You have no idea how set apart from you I am by taking on challenges on purpose because there's little to nobody who does that. And so I love you guys. Take on challenges on purpose. These are the pains and pleasures of being an entrepreneur. Much love.